Welcome back to Sin and Juice. Tonight, we are going to be covering some of the deaths that have occurred on Halloween. thought it was very seasonal. Um, tonight, we're going to be drinking pear juice. I know we haven't been drinking juice lately, or at least we haven't been saying anything gross. about juice. I don't like pears. Pears are gross. Oh my god. I don't like pears. <laughs> Again, I am the odd one out. Obviously, it tends every time. to happen. Here, let me have a drink. I've never had pear I juice. I just don't like pears. I don't I don't like how dry they are. I don't like that. <laughs> I'm sorry, his face was so serious. He took the sip, he's like, I don't like it. Hey, hey Bubby. Hmm? You explaining the face, just by making the face, does not tell the people what the face look like. It's an audio I format. said it was a serious face. Yeah, but then you went, it was like, and then you made a face. They can't see your face, so that doesn't help. I'm sorry, guys. I forget. <laughs> This is your podcast. You can't drink and pause in this one. Yes, I can. Yeah. I can do whatever the fuck I want. Okay. So, mm. Okay. Okay. Now which one's the odd one out? (laughs) Okay. So, we're going in with, I don't like to say it's a classic, but. It's classic. It's classic. Um, did you guys ever hear about. You better check your candy or else there's going to be poison or razor, razor blade, blade. Yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Did you ever think that shit was true? Yeah. Yeah, it happened. It happened at least once. It happened. Yes, and we are going to talk about it. Yikes. Uh, so, really, that whole kind of panic for parents or whatever came from this one case. It was an eight-year-old boy named Timothy O'Brien, and he had a packet of pixie sticks given to him by his father, uh, Ronald, to cap off his trigger treating. And that was the last that was the last night he was seen seen alive. Uh, he perished less than an hour later. The tragic event sent the O'Brien small town into a panic and the police determined that the pixie sticks that Timothy ate was laced with cyanide. So they were open? Why did the dad kill the kid? Well, we'll get into it. I'll tell you that in a second. I thought you were going to say why did the kid accept open candy. No, Because he's a fucking kid. Because it was his dad. Because he's a fucking kid. Period. That too. When Ronald's story kept changing, police began investigating him. And they found him to be deeply in debt, and he had taken out a massive life insurance policy on his children. Oh, God. Police found that the other children had also been given candy by uh, Ronald, but hadn't eaten it. Ronald O'Brien was found guilty of murder and executed in 1984. Good. Bye. Good. Burn in hell, bitch. Burn in hell. To poison your own kids. It's horrible. It's horrible. I feel but like we... it's a little worse than some things. Yeah. Like, I know that murder is murder, but, like, there's a, there's a scale. It's... It's the like wives and children are very wives and children are a very touchy subject when it comes to murder. Just murdering kids. But I feel like is kids like is even like, oh my god. Like, like even Michael Myers doesn't kill kids. Jason doesn't kill kids. Freddy kills kids. <laughs> Fre- Fre- Freddy kills kids. So that's what he started off doing. Freddy's real fucked up. Freddy's real fucked up. <laughs> but like Jason and Michael Myers, they have fucking standards. They have standards. I they just, have a moral code. Exactly. How lucky is it that, I mean, not lucky, but only one of them ate the candy that night. Like, 
that fast. Also, that's another point of why uh, Jason is an unconventional hero. Oh, Just God. Saying. No! Just saying. No, Guys, you don't get that. That goes back to a whole, our whole other podcast. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. Um, it's just crazy that only one of them ate that candy. You would think that a kid would be so excited to have all They're that candy. They're probably eating the other candies, bro. Probably. They just didn't get to that one yet. Probably. But now we all have to have our every kid's check. got Every kid's got their favorite candy. Mm. And so, like... It's going to pick out the And you know what? You know what's fucked up? Hmm. We make that joke about ha-ha checking it for poison. What happens when the parent actually ingests <laughs> poison? Yeah. Yeah. Then shit gets real and you're stupid. Who's who's going to call the kid? Who's going to call poison control? The kid? Maybe. They don't know the number. Maybe. It might be put put on the fridge. Here's the thing. Some parents put it on the fridge. Some parents. When you go out. Most parents use Google for everything now. When you go out trick-or-treating now, or even when y'all were kids, Mm -hmm. people gave you pre-packaged candy. Yes. So there wasn't really much of, you got to check this, you got to check that. If it's prepackaged, it's usually good. Yeah. Not, but you I'm, can just check the packaging. When I was a kid, they people still shit. handed out homemade candy. Yeah. yeah. but I it, remember but getting like, popcorn balls. When it, we would still, mm. like, sometimes you would get, sometimes you would get stuff that's in individual gift bags and you'd have to look at it and be like, yeah. What's yeah, up or like some most random it, house would give you cupcakes. But most of it's like a pack of Skittles. But most of it's pack of Skittles. But like, yeah. still check the packaging and see if but it's ripped. But when I was mm-hmm. a kid, people still handed out Made homemade this. stuff. So it was easier then. It's yeah. just now it's kind of evolved into almost like a meme that's like a parent has to check the candy. Yeah. Or like you see those signs all around all the time now in October that's like, get your candy checked for free at the police station. Just head over there. Yeah. Like, it, it's such a national worry, but it's so They're far low on the list. I'll tell you what, I ain't letting my kid take a fucking apple. No. No. Like, I'm I'm, I'm going to be like, we're throwing this apple away, I'm sorry. I'll yeah. get you an apple I'll, tomorrow. I'll go buy you an apple too. I'll go I buy mean, you a bunch of them. Yeah. I mean, when I was... ain't this fucking apple. I was just trick-or-treating a couple years ago. I'm 22, but I would go out with my friends at, like, 18, whatever. Yeah. And if they had younger siblings, we'd go... And I went with my one friend and her brother, and we went up to this house, and they were giving out cupcakes. Nope. They were giving out nope. cupcakes in like you know those little nope. gift bags. Nope. We That's took them because we don't like no. to be we don't like to be like rude, but we didn't eat them. Hard no. And I just That's have no. to think what would have been. I don't think that it. I don't. I don't want to think ill of those people, I, but like I'm not we trying to eat shit those. on people, but like I don't care if you're my next door neighbor for ten years. I'm not doing it. Like, that's weird. I don't care if I've known you for the years. Only body, the Damn only it. person I'm doing this, and this this story is fucked up, is family. The only person that's given my kid something that's homemade, not, is, family. homemade yeah. is family. Yeah, like I said, I don't care if you've been my neighbor for 10 years. Not happening. No. Not happening. No. You and just, you're just going to give them a little thing. I mean, if it's like a big old dinner or whatever, that's fine. Everybody's there. You, If you're going to kill that many people, you're going to get caught. Yeah. But, like, it, if you're just sneaking shit in and stuff at Halloween, no, I'd rather have a bag of Skittles. Thank yeah, you. Really but have, it's weird. I'd rather have that uh, fun-size uh, Snickers. <laughs> yeah. But, like, no, full-size. You gotta go to the good parts of town. Um, but <laughs> we, we don't live... We live in Pool Again, Town. You gotta a, drive. We don't drive to Rich Town. Because <laughs> you know what? That costs gas. Again, we live in Poor Town. True. Um, we went to Oh, the my mall. God. This one time, I went walking. My friend and I... I love this friend to death. We walked all around 
I'm just going to say the town Oak Park. This was the town I grew up. Mm-hmm. We walked from the high school, or from the middle school to the high school to the elementary school. And that's like from here to White House, almost. Yeah. And we did that on Halloween. No supervision. We were like 17. I love her. And it was a big group of us. If just you're 17, for the good... then you're fine. I, <laughs> I don't okay. know, man. Okay. Literally most of Ted Bundy's victims. Um, yeah. But okay. we walked. You know yeah, why we fine. walked, though? We walked for the good candy. We yeah. did all that walking so we'd go to the good candy from her house. We got dropped off somewhere. I got plenty we of candy. I got plenty of candy that I had enough Snickers bars to make a full Snickers bar. <laughs> yeah, we so. went to the mall. Yeah, I stopped doing that when I was a kid. We went to the mall. Sometimes we went to the mall and trunk or treats. Yeah. Oh, I, I, mean, I did trunk or treats a lot. Um. Anyway, <laughs> we got so off topic. We were just talking about the season. So. Tis the season. This one, this next one is going to be a little gruesome, guys. Oh, great. A little gruesome. My, my favorite. The murders of Leslie and Adrian. Adrian. Late on Halloween night in 2004. Roommates Leslie and Adrian went to bed after handing out candy. A third roommate, Lauren, was working or was woken up at 1 a.m. by the sound of scuffle, of a scuffle. Not knowing what was happening, she ran in terror from the house. When the coast was clear, she ran back upstairs and found her roommates dead. Throughout the investigation, how many roommates does it say? It's just the two. So oh. it was just so it was Leslie, Adrian, okay. and then Lauren was the third one. Getting all mixed up. It's fine. Uh, Throughout the investigation, FBI agents found cigarette buds near the scene of the crime that matched blood evidence inside the house, but found no known DNA matches in uh, in the DNA database. Damn. Officers and FBI agents spoke to nearly a thousand people of interest during the investigation, including one of uh, Adrian... Friends, Lily, and her husband Eric became, or her husband Eric became a person of interest during the investigation when he began avoiding the police, which is never good. Don't avoid the police. It instantly makes you a suspect. Yeah. Nearly a year after the (laughs) crime. Nearly a year after the crime, uh, (laughs) Eric turned himself in and confessed to the crime. Damn. At the time, uh, Eric was the, was only engaged to the friend of one of his victims and carried on with the wedding thinking he was in the clear. Damn. Fuck. Also, don't bring up Gabby and Brian right now. That's going to be a whole nother episode. Are we really going to Yes, I'm going to We're going to give it some time to simmer. Then we need to do it soon. We're gonna, no, I'm saying let's give it some time to simmer so it's like... So it's not insensitive. <laughs> and plus, probably more information will come out as they're unraveling shit. Fuck you, They might laundries. find more. Do you know how many bodies they've found? Just they've from looking. Nine. 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 Guys, Nine. I did bit We'll talk about okay. it later. Anyway. Fuck you, laundry. Piece um, of shit burning hell. <laughs> the LASIK family murders. LASIK? Did they invent it? <laughs> yes. Holy shit. <laughs> That's one of the worst things I've ever seen in Final don't, Destination. Don't. Don't come at me. With, don't come at me with uh, anything towards my eyeball. God, straight through that bitch's <laughs> skull, dude. Oh, I see it. 
Sorry. No, it's I've seen okay. a lot of Final Destination. I know you have. It's I was just bad. letting you. It is this bad. is why we don't drive behind trucks with uh, Hell things no. that could come off like it. Those Hell pipes. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not even for a second. Not even wood logs. I don't like yeah. driving. No. I don't like mine wood logs. No. That, that shit shakes just a little bit once and you dead. <laughs> dead. A Halloween horse house of horrors. The scene an Ohio teenager, Devin Griffin, walked into was like something out of a haunted house, he later said. He was returning home from church on Sunday, October 31st, 2010. So no, they did not invent LASIK. Devin found his... I don't know why I knew when LASIK came out. Way before that. I don't know. Could have been his family still. (laughs) Guys. Shit, now we're going to investigate his family tree. Shit. Devin found his brother Derek, mother Susan, and Susan's new husband William LASIK all dead. Savagely murdered. Damn. That's what you get. There was laser surgery. There was one suspect, William Lasik Jr. (gasps) Suffering from schizophrenia and a documented history of uh, violence and wildly unpredicted behavior. Well, he's automatically a suspect. He's crazy. The 24 year old was quickly found at a halfway house and arrested. Not even a full house? (laughs) Can't limit it halfway? Meet me halfway. I hate you both. Uh, Turn head back around. <laughs> Over the top. Over the top. He confessed, admitting to all three murders. It transpired, as he says, mm-hmm. had shot his father five times, bludgeoned his older stepbrother to death with a hammer, then raped and shot his stepmother, Susan. Damn. In which order? In that exact order, as I told you. Uh, well, you never know. Could have killed her, then raped her. Could have. Kill me before you rape me. Question. Yes, dear. Just, I don't okay. know, like, the definition, if it changes or not. Is okay. it still rape if she's dead? That's, is that still technically rape? Or is that just necrophilia and then we throw it in Necrophilia. That's degradation of a dead body. Oh, degradation. That's desecration. Thank you. Okay, so that's not definition wise rape. No. No. Okay, just curious. Moving on. No, it's desecration of a dead body. It's necrophilia. Mm -hmm. Gross. Still gross. Still horrible. horrible. I was just wondering if the definition changed. Because now she cannot consent at all. There's no con- there's no being to consent. No, she's the dead. The brain is dead. Yes, she's dead. She's dead. William would take his own life in prison in 2015. Good. Fuck you, guy. All right. But you can definitely see my attitude towards murderers and shit. Yeah. Murderers fuck you. and just, just instant fuck you. Yeah. That's it. Done. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Even if it was for a good cause. Good cause. It's not murder. See, again, it's the intent that changes the level of the fucked upness. Yeah. Like, she killed her mother. Not that fucked up. Could see why she did it. Yeah. We'll cover Gypsy Rose at some point. Fucking John Wayne Gacy fucked up. Fucked up. Like Ted Bundy, a little less fucked up, but still pretty fucked up. I mean, that last one was really fucked up. In comparison to Gacy, Bundy's... Not as fucked up, but he's still fucked up. Yeah, he's still fucked It's like a level. There's levels yeah. to the fucked upness. It's all bad. Murder's bad. Murder's terrible. But the intent matters. The intent to matters. the fucked up meter. 
What do you think? The intent matters. Hmm. Yeah, always. If it's a self-defense, still fucked up because it's murder. It's a tad bit fucked up. It's not murder for self-defense. But like, it's it's tad bit fucked up. But like, I get it. I get it. That was your last fucking. That was the only option. Yeah, that's not murder. So fucked up, like one percent. But like, murdering somebody starts to escalate. What else you do with that shit? Levels it up. Yeah. Just skull fuck them. Just skull fuck them's crazy. D- also, That's depending on if they're alive or not. Yeah. Because you can skull fuck an alive person. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. He Man Skeletor. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Mr. Skeletor. <laughs> now it's time for a good skull fucking. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Sorry. You never get this much laughing in true crime podcasts, unless no. it's us. No, or te- that's the no, no teeth, okay? Good luck with that. Uh, okay. Myrtle. Myrtle? Myrtle. Moaning Myrtle? No. Myrtle Beach? We were just talking about Harry Potter. We were just talking about Harry Potter. Shit, you got Harry Potter on the mind. She was murdered. She was anyway. murdered. Anyway. <laughs> Murder of. She was murdered. Objection. (laughs) Tom, he murdered a lot of people. Okay, let's get back to this. (laughs) Let's get back to actual murder. Bitch, what do you think a basilisk is? Actual murder, but death by snake. I mean non-fictional. Death by snake. I mean non-fictional murder. You think death by snake is fiction? Motherfucking people die from snakes every day. And then some people fight the snake back. You heard about that guy that got bit by a snake? He got so pissed he bit the snake back. Did he really? Yeah. Damn. He, a snake bit him in the <laughs> leg. He got so pissed he bit the snake back and killed it. Damn. Australians are fucking <laughs> wild. Anyway. Sorry, go ahead. Bronx resident Carl Jackson was a 21-year-old data entry clerk at Morgan Stanley. On Halloween night, 1998, Jackson went with his girlfriend to pick up his young son from a party. While there, some teenagers threw eggs at his car. Oh, he's pissed. Jackson got out of his car, exchanged words with the teens, and then got back in. One of the teens pulled out a sidearm and shot Jackson. Oh, fuck. Ending his life instantly. You wanna you wanna feel bad? I'm gonna make you feel bad. They're calling the nineties, mm-hmm. the late nineteen hundreds now. I mean, they're right. <laughs> they're right. <laughs> Police later arrested seventeen-year-old Curtis Stan- Sterling for the crime. Why you got a gun on you? Never mind. It's the Bronx. <laughs> it's the Bronx in the nineties. She's wild. Everybody's got to stay strapped. Why are you throwing eggs at a car, though? Like, what? what is the point of that prank? Shithead. I guess. And, like, at a house? That just seems disgusting. Shithead. Shitheads don't care. Mm. Carry a gun like that. You mean to kill somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't be a shithead. You're egging somebody's house and you have a gun with you? That no, means car. you mean a, a car. Egging somebody's car. Man, you got a gun with you? You mean to kill somebody. I don't know. You had a brain freeze there for a second. I did for a second. Alright, guys. This involves a nun. Oh, God. Nunya. 
1981, witnesses spot a man running away from a convent in Texas in the middle of the night. A nun notice, noticed a broken window in the community room, and soon the body of Sister Tandri Benz, the nun, um, the nuns immediately called the police, who later found Benz's clothes under a bed along with a knife. The man's name was Johnny Frank Garrett, and an autopsy revealed that he had stabbed and sexually assaulted Benz before strangling her. Sheesh. Garrett was sentenced to death. Shang, 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 shang. Really? Is that the time while I'm talking about a nun? Yep. He shanked her. <laughs> He's already going to hell. What does it matter? <laughs> Garrett was sentenced to death. Reports say his last words were... Alright, buckle in for this one, guys. I'd like to thank my family for loving me and taking care of me. The rest of the world can kiss my ass. Damn. I mean, at least he kept it straight up. At least he kept it straight up. Alright. He did. Yeah. He really was like, kiss my fucking ass, guys. I'm outie. I'm outie, peace. What would your last words be if you were on... Shit, I don't know, but I don't plan on having last words like that. Just in general, what would you say? Do you have any... I haven't thought about it because I don't plan on going to death row. I'm gonna, I'm gonna sit there, in the chair, oh and I'm gonna go up to the. I, I'm gonna tell the uh, warden to come in. I'm gonna go. Worst thing I would do is if I was gonna. It's a real one. If I was gonna be like some crazy motherfucker, first worst thing I'd do is be like acting like I'm a horse and shit, and probably bite the motherfucker in the face when he bends towards me. I, I just get. I, I just give him the the uh, uh, finger guns. <laughs> it's been wild. <laughs> She's in with one of these. Got him. Got him. Just look at him. You lost the game. <laughs> uh, well, I haven't one of the, like, teenage school shooters said you lost the game yet. <laughs> Let's hope there's no more teenage school shooters. I guarantee there's going to be more. I know. But why hasn't one of them been a memer? Why well, they got to be depressed little shits? Just be like when they ask them, why'd you do it? You lost the game. You, they lost the game. Well, the ones, didn't the one that uh, did it in the name of Pewds? I, I don't know shit about any school shooters. I don't look into it. That's not our thing. I don't look into school shooters. It's too sad. There's only one I'd probably cover, and I don't want to cover it. Columbine? Mm. Don't cover Columbine. I'm not going to cover Columbine. Uh, so, to continue, a Japanese exchange student living in Baton Rouge Baton Rouge as part of the American Field Service Program on Halloween night in 1992 um, the Japanese student and the young son of his host family went to a Halloween party for AFS students I'm familiar with the neighborhood where the party was the boys rang the doorbell of the wrong house when they got no answer, they started walking back to their car. The owner of the house, Rodney, then opened the door armed with a 44 Magnum. The exchange student turned around and said, we're here for the party, claiming he feared for his life, and the exchange student was scary. Rodney shot him, ending his life. 
We're here for the party. Only, That's fucked up. Only when both the governor... Somehow, every <laughs> podcast, you somehow find a way to sing. He's done it twice now. In this one episode. When both the governor of Louisiana and Japanese... Japanese? Japan consulted to get involved with uh, Rodney's arrested arrest, after which he was acquitted for manslaughter. No. Yes. No, fuck that. I mean, fuck that, yes, but he was acquitted. That's fucked up. Imagine Dude was going back him. to his car and you shot him. That's... I don't care how scared you are, shut the damn door. <laughs> There's no reason to shoot somebody. He wasn't even coming towards you. He was going back to his car. He probably yelled over his shoulder or, like, turned and was like, we're here for the party, and then was like... But that's not a reason to shoot somebody. No, I'm just saying, that's so stupid. We're here for the party. Oh, there's no party? Thank you. It's that simple. I know. Any thoughts? Opinions? Motherfucking shitheads again. (laughs) Um... Sometime in the early hours of Halloween 1981, Manhattan couple Rodney Sisman and Elizabeth Peltzman were slain, fancy word, in their Chelsea apartment. The couple was severely beaten before being shot execution style, while the apartment completely uh, ransacked. New York police initially believed drug money to be a motive, but their case turned took a turn for the bizarre a prison informant claimed that one of his fellow inmates had predicted the crime weeks before it actually happened this inmate turned out to be the son of sam killer what we'll cover them at some point damn so basically they saw into the future fuck yes basically uh, had the long had long been rumored to be involved with the satanic cult, help and that helped him with some of his misdeeds, according to the information. Uh, he had been told that his cult was planning to enter the residence, a residence near Greenwich Village. Chelsea would qualify for that. Mm. On Halloween, to carry out a ritual slaying, when questioned, he said. That the that Sisman had footage of one of the Son of Sam shootings, and was planning to hand it over to the authorities, in exchange for dropping some controlled substance charges. While no evidence was found to support the claim, he was basically right about the description of the Sisman apartment. The crime is still unsolved. Damn. Damn. That's crazy. The Son of Sam guy. That's a crazy cult. There's a lot of crazy cults, but that one's fucking insane. Damn. That one rivals Jonestown almost. Do you know anything about them? I don't look into this shit. Oh, dude. This, is, this isn't my realm of things. Dude, they're fucking crazy. I can't I'm, wait. I'm into the fake shit. And possibly real shit. Yeah. AKA cryptids. Some fake for sure. Some still got a question mark. That um, needs to be our next. Things uh, for the uh, crypts. Uh, it probably will corner. be, but I'm, I'm deciding what cryptids I want to do. I've got a, I've watched a uh, two and a half hour long video on every known cryptid. It was 
pretty fucking awesome, if I do say so myself. <laughs> oh, I, I, I like watching stuff all, like that, but we all have oh, special no, but it was it was like podcast. so it was it was like two hundred and fifty cryptids. Damn, just going over like well, like some of them are uh, just small little things, yeah. small little details. I like gnomes and shit are yeah. technically cryptids, and it goes over that and then goes over another thing. But you go ahead. I'll talk about that later. Uh, there was a Pasadena gang shooting on Halloween night in 1993. A group of five Pasadena gang members opened fire on tr- uh, trick-or-treat teenagers returning from a party, killing three and wounding three. Damn. The gang members were soon arrested. The police determined they had fired at the wrong people. Three bloods were found guilty of the crime. Damn. <laughs> you can't, can't do it. You can't do it. <laughs> I can't do the blood symbol. There's Say. the B. There's the L. There's the other O. And there's the other O. I can't do the D because obviously my other hand. But like I can do <laughs> almost the B-L-O. Yeah. It's not hard. I can teach you how to do it. <laughs> when bloods are crips in this house. Oh, I'm definitely a fucking crip. Y'all, y'all bloods can come at me, motherfucker. Let's yeah. go. That doesn't even matter much anymore, does it? Oh, it matters. It matters. There's still bloods and crips. Bro, the mob's still a thing. They just are in secret. That's true. There's still There's still Scarface-level shit going on, but they don't fucking talk about it. The murder of Peter Fabio. Uh, Los Angeles hairstyles stylist Peter was slain. There's that word again. People like using it because it sounds fancy. It does. On Halloween. Fancy. Fancy. On Halloween night in 1957. They were they plain white trash. <laughs> uh, he opened his door for what he thought was a trick or treater. Don't pause for him. Keep going. Trick or treater, but was actually a grown up in a costume. The adult shot him in the chest with a twenty-two and a brown bag Bam! before fleeing the scene. Several weeks later, Goldline Pfizer and Joanne uh, Rebel was arrested in what turned out to be... I love when you read names. I'm sorry. You're just, I'm sorry. You see it and you just... You always hit it with a question mark. It doesn't matter if it's fucking Tom Brandon... That could be his name. Tom? And you'll fucking say it with a question mark. Brandon? Tom. Brandon? <laughs> Shut up. Don't make fun of me. This is my podcast. John Doe? <laughs> <laughs> Don't make fun of me. This is my podcast. Um, fuck, you made me lose my space. When arrested in what turned out to be a daftly plotted crime of passion. Pfizer was friends or possibly in a relationship with Joan, and Joan was also apparently in love with uh, Peter's wife, Betty. Damn. The two women conspired to get Peter out of the equation, and Joan brought a sidearm for Pfizer to shoot Peter with. Uh, The arrest kicked off a firestorm of coverage as lesbians were seen as an abnormal monsters in you don't have to pause for him so <laughs> as abnormal monsters and with dangerous urges damn the two pleaded guilty and served long prison terms damn damn 
1957, you are I mean, monsters. I mean, lesbians were getting it. Imagine getting sent to an all-woman's jail because you were in a crime of passion Sounds like a fun time for lesbians. Isn't that just buffet? That's like when you send your lesbian uh, daughter to an all-girl school. It's like, it's like a buffet. All you did was fucking make it better. Yeah, make it easier. Oh my gosh. And that happens too often. My rebellious daughter, who I didn't know was a lesbian, sent to an all-girl school, and she just ended up fucking everybody. Everybody. <laughs> Golly. I'm going to try... We have nothing against lesbians. <laughs> no, 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 no. Like, do your thing. I'm just saying, that happens way too often. We are allies of the LGBTQIA plus community. That's too many letters. Just call no, yourself the Alphabet letters. Squadron. Mm-hmm. It's so much easier. <laughs> the Alphabet Squad. Alphabet Mafia. They're not a mafia. Not I'm a not mafia. scared of them. <laughs> no. Homophobia? Not scared. Islamophobia? Not scared. What was xenophobia? xenophobia? Not scared. Not scared. Not scared. Anyway. <laughs> Tyler Van Dyce. On Halloween 2011, we're getting out of, you know, the 1900s. Well, we already went to 2010, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah, still. With the Lasix. With the Lasix. We're getting back out of the 1900s. Let's put it like that then. Taylor was leaving a party in a small town of Armstrong, Canada. She never came home and was found beaten to death near a set of railroad tracks. The event traumatized the town, especially after it was revealed that she had sent a text to her boyfriend before the attack saying she was being creeped on. Police eventually used DNA found under Tyler's, or, yeah, Taylor's fingernails to arrest Matthew Forster. Shut up. Forster? <laughs> For carrying... Worcestershire? <laughs> 81 steak sauce? For carrying out the deed and his father, Stephen, for helping him cover it up. Damn. This is just going to be death set in Halloween slash the murder of Puffy. Damn. Uh, my heart hurts. <laughs> That's not good. That's not good. Is it actually going to be the murder of Puffy? <laughs> no. I didn't do it. I'm, I'm way over here. I'm fine. I ain't done nothing. You better scoot the fuck back. <laughs> shake, 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 shake. Will you fucking quit? No. Has to be 30 minutes. And it ain't been 30 minutes. The murder of Marvin Badland. Bradland. Fort Dodge, Iowa resident Marvin and his wife were handing out candy to trick-or-treaters in 1982. We're back. We made it back. When a man wearing a mask came to their door, he said, trick-or-treat, give me your money or I'll shoot. Uh, Marvin and his wife thought it was a Halloween prank and tried to remove the man's mask. Don't try to remove the mask. I've seen enough horror movies. Leave the mask alone. Uh, I'm shutting the fucking door. I'm shutting the door. Which gives me enough time to get to my gun. To shoot a bat. And I'm going to go shoot the motherfucker You hear trick or treat. Give me candy or I'll shoot. Or give me your money or I'll shoot. I'm slamming the door because it's going to shock him enough that he will either shoot the door or not shoot at all. And it will give me time to go get my gun. 
Uh, Tactics 101. Tried to remove his mask. Instead, he barged into the house and pulled out a sidearm, demanding that the couple give him the money they had stashed in their basement safe. Marvin made a grab for the man's for the masked man's gun, and the robber shot Marvin in the throat. Then he ran away. Throat shot. <laughs> but left the mask behind. In the years that followed, Marvin's wife perished, and the mask was tested for DNA evidence. As virtually nobody knew about the safe, suspicious fell on the family. And a family member did brag about committing the robbery, but there had never been enough evidence to charge him about it. Damn. That's... Well, so, why would you brag about that shit? Why would you brag about it? That's fucked up. Yo, guys, I totally just robbed Uncle and Auntie's um, that's, house. That's like, that's not cool to joke about. No. Like, there, there are fucked up things you can joke about and be like, ha everybody will laugh or some people will laugh. That's not even yeah. remotely funny. I gave him a tracheotomy with a gun. That's not even remotely like, funny. Like, that's terrible. That is terrible. And yeah. if it was family, that's even worse. Yeah, that's that. that's not remotely even funny to joke about. Like, I'm, I'm dark humor guy. That's not okay. Um, the death of Chris Jenkins. Chris Jenkins. <laughs> I was going to say something, but I decided not to. Chris Jenkins was a 21-year-old student at the University of Minnesota who was last seen leaving a downtown uh, Minneapolis bar. Minneapolis. Minneapolis bar on Halloween night in 2002. Four months later, his body was discovered in the Mississippi River. Shit. He was still wearing his Halloween costume since Chris was intoxicated that night, and he appeared to have drowned. Authorities initially believed his demise was either an accident or self-inflicted, but his parents refused to to believe it and pressed for a more thorough investigation. Finally, in 2006, the death was reclassified as a homicide. Police claimed that the incarcerated suspect, an, an incarcerated suspect, told them that he was present when Chris was slain, then thrown off a bridge into the river. While the story is credible, there's never been enough evidence to file charges. However, one of the possible theories is that Chris Jenkins could have been a victim of the mysterious and unsolved smiley face murders. These bizarre the killings. Fuck? That sounds you. creepy. I'm about to tell you. These murder, these bizarre killings involved approximately 40 male college students in the United States who all drowned. And in some cases, unexplained smiley face graffiti was found near the body of water where the target turned up. While no smiley face graffiti was ever found in connection to Chris's murder, the scenario does have a number of uh, similarities to these killings. We gotta do some shit about that smiley face. It still remains unsolved. Yeah, but that's fucking crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's actually really creepy. This is a little sprinkling in some stuff that I might cover at some point. That's pretty cool sounding. I just, when I read that, I thought of the, um... Smiley? Smiley. Smiley? Yeah. I was like, I did it for the lols. (laughs) did it for the lols. (laughs) Imagine somebody put that on the wall behind him. Oh my god. I did it for the lows. No, we need ha- we need Omegle open to do that. I wonder how many people on that movie are now canceled. Because Tobuskius got canceled, Shane Dawson got, got canceled. canceled, and that whole movie was full of YouTubers. So I wonder yeah. how many YouTubers. Lisa got canceled at one point. She was Jeez, in it. Jeez, dude. 
there's a lot. If we went like through that half list, that movie's probably canceled. YouTubers. Jesus, yeah. I haven't even thought about that. I Fuck watched you. it just because Toe Busket was was in it, and he's in it for two minutes. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a. It's a stupid fucking movie. There was too much Shane Dawson in the there movie. There was too much Shane Dawson. There was too much Shane Dawson in the and movie, and not enough cat fucking. Um. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> Do you guys remember that? I don't want to talk anyway, about it. Anyway, uh, we're not staying. We're not Shane Dawson stands in this house. Not anymore. I never was, so it's fine. I was. You used to watch the shit out of Shane Dawson. I did. And then something happened and I dropped him. Yeah. Because he's... Anyway, we're not going to talk about that. Anyway. Yes, please don't. The disappearance of Cindy Song. Is that Brenda Song's sister? No. No, I knew you were going to ask that too. Um, Tokyo Tipton? Nope. Penn State... Grad student Cindy Song disappeared after leaving a party on Halloween night in 2001. She'd been dropped off at her apartment and had gone inside, but nobody saw her after that and no trace of her has ever been found. The case had taken a number of bizarre twists for a while. The investigation focused on a man named Hugo Marcus. Hugo Marcus. He's already the bad guy. His name's Hugo. You're a bad Hugo. guy. You're a bad guy. He had been arrested for five corpses after five corpses were found in his backyard. Oh my god, yeah, he's yeah. a bad guy. Yeah, he's a bad guy. Every Hugo's a bad guy. Sorry, Hugo's of the world. A police informant linked Hugo and another man to Cindy, claiming the duo had kidnapped, raped, and murdered her. To make things even weirder, the other man in the kidnapping was found dead in Hugo's backyard. Um, Hugo... Uh, the uh, dude that uh, uh, is that not isn't that dude's name from uh, the Matrix? Shit, I don't. I know. think so. He was in Lord of the Rings, bro. I the Matrix went out right over my head. The Lord of the Rings, he played uh, the uh, Elven King. Sure. I'm thinking of a Hugo, but I can't think of his last name. Um, Strange, Batman, Batman, <laughs> Hugo Strange. That's what I was thinking of. But no, like I have I have no recollection of the Matrix. I took that shit, control all, <laughs> deleted it out. But they're making a new I one. I don't give a damn. Really? Yeah. Gross. I know. In Hugo's backyard, more bodies have been found there, but none have been proven to be Cindy. The case remains open. Dun, dun, dun. Since 2001, this young, young girl has been gone. Damn. So sad. It's going to get sad again, guys. I'm not sad. This is going to be interesting. Okay. A 55-year-old Lidl Peoples lost his cool on Halloween night. Dude's name's Little People? Little People. On Halloween night. 2011 in a domestic disturbance in Chicago's state south side. The, that turned very ugly. Uh, that turned very ugly. Not able to track down his bag of Hershey's, Jolly Ranchers, and Tootsie Rolls, he accused his partner, 49-year-old Maria, of stealing them from him. As a way of... Is he about to murder this bitch over yes. Tootsie Rolls? <laughs> As a way of response to the accusation, she threw a plate at his head. They don't like each other. No. They haven't liked each other for years. Years! Peoples picked up a knife and repeatedly stabbed her. She Give died. me my damn Hershey's. 
She died in in the hospital, and her killer got 30 years. You killed a bitch for candy, For candy! You could just go buy... Go buy candy! Buy another piece of candy. It ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. It ain't that bad. There are reasons to kill people. (laughs) There are straight... That is not There are straight up reasons to murder. That is not a reason to kill somebody. You are stupid. Yeah. You're spending the rest of your life in jail because of candy... You know we gotta get picked on in jail, too. You are stupid. You know he's gotta get picked on. Like, when the commissary comes around or whatever. People be throwing candy at him. <laughs> yeah. What's up, candy man? Hey, that's okay. He got what free up, candy. Jolly Rancher? He got free candy in jail. I bet he got free Bubba, too. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. This is gonna involve a child. Mm. 12-year-old trick-or-treater TJ Derisaw knocked on Quentin Patrick's door in the city of Sumter. I can't... South Carolina. Shut up. I know I put a question mark after it. On Halloween night in 2008, he expected candy, and what he got was 29 bullets through his front door. Or through the front door from a fully automatic AK-47. Damn. 11 of which hit him, killing him instantly. Shit. The poor kid's dad and younger brother were also hit, but pulled through and survived. It turned out that Quentin was convicted was a convicted drug dealer and had upset a rival gang, and was fully expecting a uh, a retaliation. But he was what he got was blood on his hands in thirty years. Damn. twelve years old, just going up for trick or treating. His dad was just like, "Go take your brother. Come on, we'll go." I hate when kids get wrapped up in bullshit. Yeah. I hate it. Alright. I know, it's terrifying. I I don't like, I don't want to have kids because I don't want my kids to ever, God forbid, have to go through something like this. But I want kids also. You can't, you can't live in fear. I know. You can't. It's, it, whatever happens, happens, but you can't live in fear. I just hate when kids get wrecked because they have so much to live for. They have so much. Yeah. And just to, for a, a father or a mother to outlive their kid is just yeah heartbreaking. Um, on that sad note, <laughs> more murder. More murder. Uh, in the unlawful killing of a 19-year-old Brooklyn man named Anthony Seabury in 2013. The killer was sporting a ghost face mask. Oh shit. Seen in the popular horror movie Scream. Nice. And its sequels. I adore that movie. Let's not Absolutely. adore this murder though. <laughs> the case remains unsolved, although it is thought by some that the shooting was tied in with another shooting across New York that night for which a man was later shot and killed by a police officer. Damn. So it might have been him, the guy that got... Might have been, but might not have been. But might not have, and that's terrifying. That's the thing about that movie, too, that was like... Billy and Stu got away with it. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's so wild that they got away with it, because they killed so many kids and so many adults. And it just... They had that person for Sydney's mom's death, Cotton. They had Cotton's, like... They had him, they could get him. And yeah. then they started up again. Like, that's so wild. Yeah, they could have stopped. They if they stopped. hadn't gone after Sydney, they'd, they'd have won. 
They they would have won. Nobody would have been able to find them. Yeah. No one. Knew Nobody who they had were. the connection. No. So they'd have won, and they'd it'd have been over. That's such spoilers if you've never seen <laughs> seen that movie before. Oops. But some people don't see Scream, man. Oops. You've had how long to watch it? Yeah. <laughs> I had the same problem with a book uh, in one of my uh, fan club uh, things on uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Somebody was like, oh, you spoiled the book for me. Book's like 20-something years old. Too. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, bro, don't. If it's a new book, spoiler alert. If it's an old book. When did Scream come out? Like 90? I don't know. Mid-90s to Mid-90s. early 90s. It was late 90s. Was it late 90s? I was old enough to go by myself, too. Okay, so mid to late 90s. I want to say like 99 it actually came out, I think, the first one. I don't know, but I, I was old enough anyway, to go see myself. Um, That's not what we're talking about. We're not talking about Scream. Well, we kind of just were. You know what I'm saying. Uh, um, obvious title, The Halloween Killer. Alright, guys, this is going to be another child. I didn't mean to put them back to back. 96. 96. Okay, I didn't mean to put the children back to back, but this is a children. This is a child. Halloween night, 1973, in a city in Wisconsin, nine-year-old Lisa French. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. (laughs) Dressed up as a little hobo, went trick-or-treating. She only got next door. Uh, Neighbor Gerald Turner opened up took little Lisa into his house, shut the door behind her, and then raped and killed her, stuffing her little body in a plastic bag and dumped her in a nearby field. As of 2018, the Halloween killer, as he's being called, has been eligible for parole. The state continues to refuse his release. Their argument is that he is a sexually violent person and should not be released back into society. I mean, you could just kill him. It'd be that much easier. And then taxpayers don't have to pay for his free housing. Yeah. That's what I say. What she should do. Kill them all. I don't know. I have this question all the time. I don't know what the fascination is with little kids. I don't understand. I I don't get it. I don't want to understand it. As someone who likes to investigate these true crime stories, I don't want to know some of the the psychology that goes into it, even though I wanted to be a psychology major for so long. It's just, it breaks my heart that, like I said before for TJ, she was nine years old. She had so much life ahead of her. Absolutely. And just to be tortured like that i just and just next door and just next door like you can't trust your neighbors apparently nope or your dad or your dad yeah obviously (laughs) sir you shouldn't have brought that up i'm just being the dad i'm just saying um but it's just insane and like this has nothing to do with halloween killers but it just reminded me Somebody who used to live next to a serial killer um, went over to his house for, um, Dahmer, it was Dahmer, went over to his house for, like, lunch or something, and he gave her a sandwich. It was, like, a ham sandwich or something, or she thought it was ham. You know what it was? People. It was people. Damn. She didn't find out until after he was arrested. Damn. But, like, you can't trust people. No. And that's crazy because you want to be like neighborly and shit. 
but yeah. you just can't trust people anymore or back then yeah you couldn't to begin with but people were way more trusting back in the day yeah it's not that uh, things got worse it's that people are less trusting because things happened alright another child um <laughs> well a teenager still a child uh, Martha Moxley this is going to be our last one guys this is the last one on my list the night before Halloween in 1975 15 year old Martha left her Connecticut home to attend a costume party on Halloween morning, she was found dead in the backyard, beaten to death by a golf club. Twenty-five years year twenty-five years later, Michael was a was also fifteen at the time, was convicted of the murder and sentenced to twenty years. He maintained his innocence, and as of Mar- as of May fourth, nineteen eight, uh, nineteen, twenty eighteen, the Connecticut Supreme Court. Uh, vindicated his conviction and in 2020 the case was reopened to the public damn so as of 2020 Martha's case is open so it might have not been him but it's open now yeah and it's crazy I mean Halloween is supposed to be fun is it yes is it you get candy but is it though no it's kind of witchy shit it is witchy shit so, like, evil shit's bound to happen. Sam Hain and whatnot. Clearly, I mean, we know... We know murder doesn't have, like, a holiday. Like, you don't, you know... No, murder's year-round, y'all. Murder's year-round, but it's so interesting that we cover so much true crime and serial killers and just killers in general around Halloween. Like, we have a whole movie genre of just killers. Yeah, but they're not technically based or released around Halloween. It's just that's when people watch them. No, that's just If you when look at the list them. of slasher movies, they were released all throughout the year. But it's There's just crazy. There's a few that are based around Halloween, but that's when people tend to watch it, but that's it's the scary month. No, I know, but we we watch them around Halloween. We yeah. have a whole If you look on like HBO or Pluto or whatever. But if you think about a lot of the Friday the 13th, that was summer camp. That's June and July. Yeah, but then you have Michael Myers, who was that, Halloween. Like I said, there's a few that are Halloween, but Freddy, year-round. Wasn't Chucky at Christmas? Chucky was at Christmas. But we watch it at Halloween. People yeah. watch Gremlins at Halloween, which is weird, guys. Stupid. It's a Christmas movie. It is straight up a Christmas movie. Um, But we know it's not a fun topic to talk about but we're I don't know it's kind of fun it's kind of it's not a general it's, it's good topic not, to talk about you, you're gonna dog on your own podcast don't do I know. it I was don't gonna say it. but we enjoy it don't say it's a bad <laughs> thing that you enjoy it it's just it's something that I've always been interested in from a young age I'm one of those people that I would stay with my grandparents and they would you know we'd watch Discovery why women kill or whatever yeah. all night and then it just got me into this stuff which is why we started this podcast to yeah. begin with and I want to thank all 41 of you who have been listening uh, and I'm sure for listening. after this yeah for listening as of the 26th we have 41 listens and that's crazy I didn't think I'd actually get picked up or anything I knew you would you should have to post some shit y'all that's all you gotta do is post shit somebody's gonna listen yeah that's true um, Throw out your shits. So thank you. 
Uh, follow us on Instagram at sin underscore juice, I think. Sin underscore and underscore juice pod. Sin underscore and underscore juice pod on Instagram. Sin and juice uh, pod on Facebook. And I believe it's just sin and juice on TikTok. Um, We post a lot of content over there. We try to. We try to push out episodes as best we can. Um, I have nothing else to promote. (laughs) We're not like Jack or Sin and Juice is not much like Jack and Geek. We don't have a YouTube channel yet. At some point, maybe. We'll have, we're going to have it under the Tribunal. We're going to have it under yeah. Tribunal Entertainment. Our uh, Tribunal get... Entertainment is our YouTube channel. We will uh, start posting some uh, videos there for City Juice. But we do the other podcast, Jack and Geek, if you guys don't know. That's our geek podcast. Uh, we talk about movies, books, anything we like most of the time. Uh, go follow us over there if you like hearing our voices. All and, right. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Bye-bye. Bye.